Have you ever felt a bit over it all? Today's episode is for those of you who have had that feeling of feeling overwhelmed, feeling like, do I really want to be doing this anymore? If that's ever happened to you, then this episode is for you. This is episode 206 of the Crane Thrive Podcast. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. G'day, g'day, Jess here, and welcome back to the show for another week. Now, before I get started with this week's episode, I just want to do a shout out. I am looking for new guests to appear on the podcast. So if you have a successful handmade business and you would love to share your story, get in touch with me. Jess at createandthrive.com is the email you want to get onto or hit me up on Instagram at createandthrive. And if you know of somebody Maybe it's not you. Maybe you admire a particular maker and you really want to know more about them and you'd love to hear them talk about their story. Then tell me that too. DM me on Instagram. It's probably the easiest thing to do at Create and Thrive. Let me know who they are so I can go check them out and stalk them in a nice way myself. Uh, Another piece of news is that the Thriver Circle is open next week for new members. So if you want to come and join us and, you know, it's a great time of year. There's a few months left. You are probably ramping up right about now. If you'd like to be part of our private supportive community for makers all over the world, then head on over to thrivercircle.com to find out more about that. I want to also read the re- a review, the review of the week, thank you very much, is from Stacy, And Stacy said, I recently subscribed to this podcast and I've listened to episode 203 with Katie Salmon twice already. Her tips on designing for smartphone instead of inbox were an aha moment for me. I've been looking for this very information for a few days and here it was yesterday on my morning commute. Stacy. so glad you're enjoying the show and that that episode in particular was really useful for you. Uh, if you missed that one, go listen to it. Katie Salmon, we were talking all about email marketing, specifically how to make it look good and appeal to your target customer. So today's episode is one that... Uh, I guess just came out of my own experience. You know, I've been in this business. I've been making jewelry for over 11 years now. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I actually logged into LinkedIn today for the first time in like five years. I don't know, a long time. And it's like, it has, you know, if you put your businesses in there or your jobs or whatever, and it's like, been making jewelry for 11 years and one month. And I I thought, oh my goodness me, it just is, it's like the longest thing I've done in my life pretty much apart from be with Nick. Although it was just our 10th anniversary, our 10th wedding anniversary the other week, which was really fun. So yeah, you know, when you've been doing something that long, there are times where you don't necessarily love every part of what you're doing all the time. And I think this is I think this is a really important thing to to realize. You know, even when you do something you enjoy, something you're passionate about, something that you care about, that doesn't mean you love it all the time. And it doesn't mean that you love every aspect of it all the time. And that's okay. It's perfectly normal to feel that way. But what if you're feeling that way all the time? That's kind of 
a bit more of a red flag that something else might be going on there, or maybe it is time to move on. And I just want to discuss that briefly because there's a couple of things to consider if, if you're finding yourself in this circumstance. Um, I'm going to start with the first one, and that is like waiting for a bigger yes. So I'll tell you a story. For those of you who've been around a long time, you might remember Bespoke, the little magazine I used to run back in, I think I started it in 2010 and ran it for a couple of years. And back that was before I started Create and Thrive. Uh, I was running a ferial and I started the magazine because I really wanted something tangible, you know, an actual physical little magazine that people could subscribe to and it would be full of stories about the handmade community and recipes and crafty ideas and stuff like that. And I really loved it and I was working on that, I think, for two years I I ran that. Now, it never was a great moneymaker, but it was something I loved and I loved the connection with the creative community that it gave me. But at the end of those two years... I started to get this feeling and that I wanted to do some more teaching. And it was really set up shop, uh, which is running at the moment, that was my first idea because I kept having people coming to me and asking me the same questions over and over again about how did you do this with your shop? Uh, what did you decide on the, you know, how did you make this decision? How did you figure this out? And I was kind of answering the same questions over and over again in a very haphazard way to lots of people. And I thought, why don't I put this all of this stuff together in one place, one course, and you know, f- affordable. I, that's one big reason why I set up shop is so affordable and always has been. Is that I wanted to be able to put it together and then give it to people um, to access to help them. And I was like, oh, if I'm going to do that, I really I don't want to kind of conflate it with my jewelry brand. I want to do something different. And that's where the idea for Create and Thrive was born to start a separate teaching business around craft and uh, business. But when I was looking at my time and looking at the workload and I talked to Nick about it and he was like, Jess, you can't have three businesses. (laughs) That's just crazy. (laughs) You're just going to be working all the time. And, you know, he was right. And what that meant was I had to make a decision. I wasn't going to give up the jewellery business. That that wasn't going to go anywhere. But I had to make a decision between Bespoke and Create and Thrive. And I made the decision to sell Bespoke, which I did, and start Create and Thrive. And at the time, you know, the reason I made that decision is because, not that I was sort of sick of Bespoke. I mean, there are aspects of it that were uh, a bit, you know, um, boring by that stage perhaps you might say the kind of the repetitive nature of it and I've never been very good at that sort of thing I feel I'm the sort of person that when like I kind of feel like if I do something and I get reasonably good at it I'm like cool done let's move on (laughs) so it was the right time because something bigger a bigger yes came along and I was willing to let it go it wasn't without some grief letting it go but it was the right decision to make at the time and in hindsight it was definitely the right decision to make because I love teaching and I'm, I was so happy to be able to do that and I'm so happy to be doing that now. So look for the bigger yes. Is there a bigger yes around or on the horizon? And if there is, then that probably makes your decision a little bit easier. But what if there isn't a bigger yes? What if you're just, you know, um, I've had this experience where I've been sitting there and making a piece of jewellery that I've made hundreds of times before and I'm like oh 
And then I then I stop myself and I go, okay, there's a very easy question to ask yourself when you find yourself in this situation. Are you ready for it? If I wasn't doing this, what would I be doing? If I wasn't doing this, what would I be doing? Or what would I have to be doing to make a living? And that question never fails <laughs> to wake me up and make me go, oh yeah, that's right. I would have to be doing X, Y, Z instead. I'd have to get a job where I have, I'd have to get up in the morning on somebody else's schedule and get dressed in clothes I might not want to be wearing and go somewhere and work with people I might not necessarily want to be working with in a situation where I didn't have the control over my workload or my environment, etc., etc. So like it's a snowball effect for me of all these things that I would have to be doing that I don't want to be doing if I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. And that always, to this day, makes me go, wow, I am so incredibly thankful that I am doing what I'm doing. I'm so grateful for every single customer who comes along and chooses something that I've created so that I can keep doing what I'm doing. And waking up that gratitude is also really powerful. Like, I stop and I think about who am I working for? Like this piece of jewellery I'm making, who am I making it for? Have they told me a bit about themselves? Um, do I know a story? And a lot of my customers, I do actually have a, an interaction with them and learn about their stories, which is really, really lovely. And that ch- kind of changes the game. So ask yourself that question. Now, if you get to the point where you ask yourself, if I wasn't doing this, what would I have to be doing? And that other thing is more appealing, that is the point where you might want to change and let go of what you're doing and move on to that new thing. And again, that is coming back to that looking for that bigger yes, that thing that you would prefer to be doing with your life and your time, then go do that thing and realize that whatever you're doing now has run its course it's not for you anymore and this new thing is beckoning you and or this old thing maybe it's something else something you're going back to and that's okay because going you're not actually going back you're moving forward uh, into a new relationship with that thing and another little sort of thing I want to say a little a little saying or a little mind moment is now I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna preface this by saying that uh, I kind of stole this from Michaela. <laughs> who is one of my co-hosts for the Business of Making podcast. Uh, if you haven't listened to that yet, I hope you will go over and check it out, thebusinessofmaking.com. We, the three of us, me, Deb and Mick, every week bring out a podcast for you. And uh, it's fun. It's a, it's It's a bit more irreverent than this podcast and a bit more sweary, fair warning. Um, but uh you know, you might really enjoy it. So go check it out. We talk about handmade business and um, bring our three perspectives to it. I really, really love it. Uh, I love working with those girls and, and doing that podcast. So we were recording a podcast the other day, which will come out in, I don't know, a month or two's time. And um, Michaela came out with this gem that for some, I've somehow not ever heard before. And she said it's something her mum taught her. And it's this, don't quit on a bad day. You have, if you're going to quit something, you have to quit on a good day. And I just thought that is so brilliant. <laughs> Don't quit on a bad day. Don't throw in the towel when it's just one of those days where everything seems to be going wrong or, you know, you're getting frustrated. 
oh my gosh, we have this experience quite regularly, not super regularly, but regularly enough that it's a known thing. Um, So Nick and I both make jewellery these days. He makes most of the rings and I make all the other stuff. And when you're making uh, a ring like we do, what we do is we use these big pre-extruded loops of silver and we cut them to length and then solder the ends together and then uh, do the, you know, the forming and the finishing and all that sort of stuff. And you've probably, look, if you're a maker, you've probably had this experience. There are just days where it just doesn't want to work. (laughs) I don't know why. You know, you've got the skill. It's like any other day, but somehow everything just seems to be going wrong and nothing is working the way it should. And you get so frustrated and it's really, you just want to throw in the towel. And some days you can, like, you know, we work ahead of uh, enough ahead of time that when we're having one of those days, generally speaking, we down tools and we get out of the studio and we go do something else and we come back either later or the next day. Because when you're, or when you're in that, uh, that situation, generally speaking, it's really hard to come back from that and you just get yourself more frustrated and the more frustrated you get, the more mistakes you make and so and it's a, it's a vicious cycle. So, you know, if you are having one of those days, that is definitely not the day to quit <laughs> because we all have those days. The time to quit is when you're having a good day, everything's going well and you still feel like, I just don't want to be doing this anymore. I really, there's something else that I want to be doing more than this and it's keeping me from doing that other thing. And that is when you should quit, not when you're having a bad day. And I think that's incredibly wise because we shouldn't make those big, like especially for those of you like me, if this is your life, like actually your livelihood, you can't just make a snap decision about that. You know, you can't just throw in the towel and work or walk away and shut your business and go, hmm, how am I going to pay the mortgage? How am I going to put, put, how am I going to put dinner on the table? I'm sure, you know, we've all had jobs where we feel like that as well, that we just want to get away from them, but we have to find another job first, right? So it's a similar situation. We can't just throw in the towel with our business. If it's our livelihood, we have to be grown-ups about it and we have to find something else that is going to replace that income before we can move on to something else, unless we're in the fortunate position of, of not needing to. But yeah, that's just, you know, I wanted to I wanted to bring this out and have a discussion about it because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of positive stuff out there like, yeah, you can do it. I'm, I'm you know, I've got my own podcast episodes about that and it's true but I think it's really important to be honest about the harder stuff and to actually be realistic about it and go there will be these days there will be those times where it's not all sunshine and rainbows and puppies and lollipops (laughs) just like anything in life there will be challenges and it's how we respond to those challenges that makes a difference so in summary you want to you know if you are feeling like it might be time to quit, to time to move on to do something else, look for that bigger yes. Ask yourself, you know, if I wasn't doing this, what would I be doing? And and even going to the point of listing out the pros and cons, well, I'd be doing this and that means I'd have to do A, B, C, D and wouldn't be able to do A, B, C, D, one, two, three, four. And like literally compare the two. But generally speaking, you know, you can write it down and I encourage you to do that if you're feeling torn. But most of us just know, you know, we have that gut feeling that uh, it should be this thing, not that thing. And don't quit on a bad day. Make sure you wait until things are going well and then make the decision. 
Thank you so, so much for listening uh, for another week to the podcast. Have you gotten yourself a copy of my Etsy Quick Start Guide yet? It's a two-page PDF little checklist that if you want to get started on Etsy or you want to kind of do a little uh, overhaul or critique of your shop, you'll find it really useful. So head on over to createandthrive.com forward slash Etsy guide and you can get your hands on that Etsy quick start guide right now. If you want to just pop it in the browser in your phone and go get it. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends. I'd really appreciate you spreading the word and letting more people know about this free resource that will hopefully help them to build a business that will thrive. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Bye for now.